This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, we now bring you a discussion on successful launch of guided missile destroyer INS Imphal. The participants are Vice Admiral Shekhar Sinha, Defence Analyst, and Ajay Banerjee, Journalist. The Indian Navy has launched a new warship. It is of the class what is called the guided missile frigates. Now, this is of the Vishakhapatnam class. These are around 7,000 tons. The ship called Imphal was launched yesterday at sea. It will be commissioned very soon. It is part of the growing force of the Navy and its number of warships growing. Admiral Sinha, what is the prowess of the Navy? What are these ships, guided missile frigates? What is the entire program? Because we were told you had these stealth frigates going on the Shivali class and then the Kolkata class and these guided missile ones have come later. What is a guided missile frigate? It has got a bigger meaning. This comes under the project of 15 Bravo in which four ships you know, were to be built. And Imphal is the third one. Very significant that the first time capital city of a northeastern state has found a name on the Indian naval ship. So that itself is significant and is a growing flexion that Navy is really looking east and acting east. Possibly also indicates that how Manipur is playing a very important role in our connectivity projects of the northeastern states and to the southeast Asia. Having said that, these are destroyers. They are about 7,400, 7,500 tons of displacement, and they have very advanced uh, weapon systems. When I say advanced weapon system, I will draw your attention, Ajay, to you remember that the DRDO and the Israeli aircraft industry have jointly developed the long-range surface-to-air missile, and they got what is called a J-STAR conformal antenna radar on the ship. Now, these are very advanced electronic equipment, meaning that once you locate a target and identify it as a hostile, you lock it up and then you leave it. There is no human intervention required. It will follow the target. It will keep giving you the inputs. It will just ask you that, can I fire? All you have to do is press the button. If you forget to do that, if it comes to a particular given range close to the ship or fleet, it will automatically open fire. It also has the surface-to-surface Brahmos missile in the silos. That will increase the range to 300 kilometers? That's correct. It will increase the range to 200-300 kilometers. You don't require aircraft carrier all the time, and it can really take care. And if you load it up with the helicopters which we are buying, the SR-90 Romeo, then you will find that it makes a very, very formidable platform. So this platform also is capable of launching a land attack. 1971 war... Very famously, Navy launched an audacious land attack on Karachi. With today's missiles like the Brahmos, can you visualize the scenario? What can happen in such a land attack is launched on any target across the world? It can be very devastating for the country on which it is being launched. Because as you know, the Brahmos is jointly developed by Russia and India. Range is roughly 290 kilometers. And the beauty or the devastation part of this missile is that in the final phases it goes supersonic. Accuracy is extremely high. The circular air position is uh, within a few single-digit meters. Therefore, it becomes very difficult for it to be tracked. Anything moving at supersonic speed at the sea level, tracking for any radar is going to be near impossible. And uh, obviously, if you can't track it, then you can't shoot it down. Do the other platforms like the Shivali class frigates or the Kolkata class, do they also have similar weaponry and equipment and radars? Radars, no. It's not exactly. This is the most advanced radar, the J-Star, that we are having. 
frigates are by tonnage they are slightly smaller and the speeds are also less than the destroyers. So destroyers are a little more powerful and they can sort of extend the zone of warfare much away from your fleet or the shore if you like. They also have the surface-to-surface missile in the Brahmos, uh, but the surface-to-air missiles are of a lesser range. They also have anti-submarine capability, but the destroyers have little, what shall I say, little more potent systems infitted in them. So why this classification, please explain to our listeners in layman terms. Guided missile warship, what does it mean? That means it carries only missiles which are guided. What about the other warships? Do they also carry similar missiles? These days, by and large, guided missiles are only used. But you can have, we don't have it, but we possibly we still have it in some of the lower-end uh, frigates, which are older versions, where the rockets are launched. The rocket, as you know, that once you designate target and you fire it, then you have no control. It will go in the direction that you have fired. In that case, what you do is you saturate a full area and hope that some of the rockets, and always fire large numbers, so that some of the rockets will go and hit the target, whether they are anti-submarine rocket or anti-surface rocket. But that technology slowly has been overtaken by the missile, which is guided to some distance. It will be guided by the ship's radar and possibly when the missile's own radar opens up and identifies the target, then it becomes autonomous. It will be more accurate, lesser numbers you have to fire because the missiles become more uh, expensive. So you don't have to launch and saturate a target. And one or two will do the damage which the unguided missiles will do. Admiral Sinha, what is the status of the Navy's newer warships in numbers and in potencies? The numbers have increased as you have been reporting from time to time. 15 Alpha was the Delhi class under which four ships were built. And in 15, Bravo has two kinds. One is the Kolkata class and they built four ships. And now... Under this Vishakapatnam class, they're building four. So third one is Imphal, and there will be probably one more. And if I'm not wrong, I think it's likely to be named Porbandar. So uh, these four, I had the good fortune of visiting one of them very recently. And I was quite surprised that, as you mentioned, it's not been long since I left. But the advancements that taken place in the autonomous nature of uh, warfare that you can actually deploy one of these warships with one anti-submarine helicopter and you don't require three warships. So that's saying a lot because, you know, the surveillance all around the fleet or the ship has increased manifold. It does not wait for the radar antenna to rotate because the J-Star is a conformal antenna and it is looking at 360 degrees all at the same time and it can track hundreds of targets. So I think that we are looking at more and more autonomous warfare from the ship type of platform. So such a platform like the new one launched Imphal, what is the percentage of localization of equipment like the engines I learned which are still imported, the radar you said is being made by the Israelis, the entire hull and the other machinery I think the component is ours what is the percentage of component in say the float component means the ship and the fighting component? To my mind the float component, firefighting, engineering, etc., the piping and hydraulics, they are completely Indian. Now I will tell you the import uh, content part. Firstly, we have joint development equipment on board. So we have percentage in each one which is being built here. For example, in Brahmos it is now about 70-30. 
we have 70% of our equipment and it's only going to increase with time. Whereas in the LRSAM, the local industries in India have already been developed. But as the time passes, Indian content will keep becoming more and more. Right now, it possibly is 30-70, but it will become more and it might just become other way around that is 70% Indian, 30% will be released. Mainly because nobody will part with the key IPR to you, no matter how much money you pay, because after all, they're being paid for IPR. So I think that uh, the torpedo system, the sonar system is completely indigenous. These three are very main weapons. So overall, we're not doing badly? Not doing badly at all. I think we are doing very well, particularly in the shipbuilding. I remember in one program, you yourself had mentioned that Navy has taken a lot of initiative and they are way ahead as far as indigenization is concerned. And it fits in very well with the government's present government's push into making India. Sir, you have been a naval aviator. And I must tell the listeners, Admiral Sinha has been a grey eagle. Grey eagle is what the senior most naval pilot is referred to. Admiral Sinha, these new helicopters which you talk about, they'll be coming in their anti-submarine, specialized helicopters, latest state of the art. How will they change warfare? And they will be based on such warships like the Imphal or the Vizier class or the Kolkata class. How will it change warfare? Uh, greatly, Ajay, we have been wanting to replace the Seeking 42 and 42 Alpha, 42 Bravo as well. From the time we first initiated, I remember I was only a captain in the Navy. That's many years ago. But unfortunately, the government was of the opinion that the cost of the helicopter is quite high. The dependence on HAL on helicopter was expected. But finally, HL gave it in writing that we cannot make the anti-submarine helicopter because of the complexity of the technology, uh, of the equipment. And therefore, finally, it was dropped. Hats off to this government that in spite of the election mode, they have still gone ahead and signed the contract for outright purchase of 24 helicopters. Now, these helicopters, as you rightly said, are very high technology. Anti-submarine helicopters, they got Mark 54 torpedoes. They got very advanced uh, sonoboy systems, dunking sonar, and they have also got the maritime patrol radar. It can launch in the modified version, sails which are more than 100 kilometers. And Musina, you are now part of a leading intelligence think tank also, and you speak on several topics. So, in the past, what I have noticed that we have been conducting submarine hunting exercises with various countries. The latest one, the Australians in the Bay of Bengal, which we did on the coast of Sakapatnam, such an exercise to hunt submarines. Is our focus hunting submarines because of our neighbor sending its submarines? By neighbor, I mean China sending its increased number of submarines in the Indian Ocean. Uh, broadly, I will say that uh, our exercises are not something new. For example, the exercise with France, which is called the Varuna exercise, this will be the 17th edition. And it's already 19 years. There was no sign of China at all. But it is true that as the time has passed, the scope and complexity of all these exercises has become much wider. And one of the reasons is that the submarines which are transiting through our choke points, some of them, our country, our neighborhood, they don't declare the presence. And therefore, we do not know the intention. The moment you have opacity in the awareness of the presence of these warships and the submarines, then it leaves a suspicion in your mind. As to what is the intention? Why isn't he telling us? Because we declare our uh, positions most of the time. So do the other democratic country. For example, you mentioned Australia, then France, and America, Japan. And therefore, even the Varuna exercise, you will find the complexity is increasing because we want interoperable platforms. Their submarine, their aircraft, our submarine, ships should be talking to each other. The reason is, 
that no one country can have a permanent presence because that requires too many assets and therefore india is very well placed in the indian ocean region and we have got so many exercises and we want to lift the level of all these exercises to a position that throughout the year at least large number of ships and submarine and aircraft are deployed in the indian ocean so that it will act as a deterrence to any other country which may be having some devious designs in mind are you satisfied one with the speed of the commissioning and two when will this entire lot which we are making i am told 46 47 of the ships are being made when will the entire lot be completed fortunately we started very early on the surface ship front subsequently whenever we have had a change of a class of ship the first ship always has taken more time than what we thought so as a result you know if you don't replace the ships or if you don't do midlife upgrade at the correct time then it becomes a backlog and more and more electronic equipment will you know head for obsolescence so on that account we were little unhappy but now i think they have really caught up mdl is one which has by and large delivered the ships in time submarines in time except for a scorpion because there were legal issues there were contractual issues with france with the cns company these 46 ships they follow a pattern uh, we have something called a long term integrated perspective plan and that tells you in a window of 15 years uh, what is the environment going to be what are the likely threats and where should india stand in the indian ocean region i can safely say that if we continue with this progress and continue to replace and upgrade the ships and submarine and aircraft which are here in that case we are well placed to the net security provider sir briefly imphal first time capital of a non coastal state gets named now there will be expectedly in clamor from other non coastal states to have warships named from their state how do you see this panning out very briefly the reason is that there is a guideline in which the ships are to be named in a particular manner we don't name ships on any individual yes. name unlike the americans so here it's a very good thing and i think it reflects the government's policy of activism thank you admiral sanab for speaking to us thank you very much you were listening to a discussion on successful launch of guided missile destroyer ins imphal the participants were vice admiral shekhar sinha defense analyst and ajay banerjee journalist this program was produced and presented by the news services division of all india radio this program is also available on our website newsonair.nic.in you may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks@gmail.com